Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. This is Andrea Holman with Wake Up, Take a Minute. I hope this finds you happy, healthy, and full of life, ready to jump into a new year. I want to share this second episode with you of being your guest and knowing your no. I hope that you have had an opportunity to listen to the first episode. If not, stop right now and go back. You need to listen to the first part in order to be able to fully understand the next part of this discussion. I am thrilled today to bring this opportunity of learning how to be your yes and know your no because it will open you up to so so much opportunity and growth. It will help you decide and determine your future, teaching you how to maneuver through all the opportunities that are out there. Just because they're good doesn't mean they're necessarily for you or part of your future. It will help you discover new things about yourself and point you in the right direction. It's a wonderful opportunity for growth, to share your passion with others, and to be able to fully engage in the path that God has waiting for you. So I hope you're ready to buckle up and listen to what I have prepared today for you as we move forward with learning the second part of how to be your yes and know your no. And here we are. We are going through the process of learning what it means to be your yes and know your no. I would just like to say that, of course, once you know your yeses, you would think it would be easier to keep your no's, right? To be able to identify your no's and live in the no. But sometimes the line gets hazy. Sometimes you feel guilty. People make you feel bad. You're upset because you may hurt someone's feelings. There are a lot of reasons why we do not stick to our no. I want to share with you today three things that I have learned over my journey. The first one is learn to say no. The second one is no limits. And the third is, and I have to say this is actually my favorite, no longer. And I cannot wait to share all of these with you. Learn to say no. Don't feel bad. Why would you feel bad about saying no? You have the right to say no. Don't make excuses or over explain anything that you feel like you should say no to. You're allowed to say no. And don't say maybe if you mean no, okay? It's as simple as that. Once you have identified your yeses, you should have a very good handle on what you can say no to. Saying no, I want you to understand this, is not an act of giving up. It's an act of claiming your freedom to say yes. If you are tied up in a no that you wish you would have said no to, but you didn't, you said yes, then you cannot act on the next yes that comes your way. Potentially, it could block the very yes that you needed to make your next step forward, right? Do you get that? So, Don't say maybe when you mean no, all right? The other thing I want to point out to you is that you need to say no to pleasing others and trying to keep up appearances. If people don't like you for who you are, there's a good chance that they're not ever really going to like you. I promise you that there are people who actually think that I'm kind of 
quiet and snooty and reserved. I have no idea how anybody would get that opinion of me. I really must have had a very off day, but I have heard that feedback from a few people, not many, but a few people. And it is always surprising to me because I really do strive to be the same person I am no matter if I'm at church, at the grocery store, at home, at the movie theater, out to eat at dinner. I am a typically friendly, outgoing, you know, person. And of course, everyone's going to have their off days. All we can do is be who we are. And that's all I encourage you to be as well. I will tell you that if people don't like you, or if you feel like you have to impress them, or try to compliment them to the moon and back so that they actually show some kind of interest in you, it's not worth it to have anyone in your life that can't see you for who you really are and enjoy that person. And if you are able to change their mind through keeping up that appearance of being this person that you're really not, do you want somebody in your life like that anyway? I would urge you to just be you and everybody else will follow suit. They will either stay in your life or they will not. And if it's anything that takes you away from your yes, you clearly should know that the answer is no, not a maybe. If you can learn to say no, it keeps you focused and allows you to say yes to the next big thing, the next great thing that God has waiting for you because you've been prepared this whole time in order to be able to take this next step. Don't let the lessons that you have learned along the way and the things that you have experienced go to waste. If you're tied up in a no, you can't say yes. When you don't say no, I want you to think about this. You give up ownership of your time, efforts, energy, and part of your life. I want you to think about that. When you don't say no, you give up ownership to something else that is controlling your life that could potentially take you away or shut down an opportunity for your goals and your yeses to be the focus. I had a friend... Um, And I won't tell you her name, but she knows who she is. And she'll get a laugh out of the story I'm getting ready to tell you. My friend was very ill for quite a while. About four or five years, she had a really rough time, okay? And I'm kidding you not. She would go into the hospital, maybe be there three, four days, and she would still be asked by someone to do something. Now, not that maybe it wasn't important to do, okay? But it could have been done by someone else, Someone else would have stepped up and taken care of it. And I'm talking like it was something maybe from the church or, you know, somebody needed help with something that could have waited. And she would always say yes. I mean, always say yes. And I would tell her, girl, you have got to learn to say no. Even if you did have enough time, you're not healthy enough right now. Sometimes as people looking in, we forget that others are going through so many more things that we cannot physically see. And sometimes we really just need to offer that grace to them and just take a step back. But she continuously said yes. It was years later when she finally did get to a point where enough was enough and she did start saying no. And it really focused her energy into what she really wanted to accomplish. She went back to work full time. She went to get her college diploma. She is on her path that she feels like is best suited for her. And the only way to do that is to stick to the yes Be flexible when you need to be, but also know your no. Some of us have this natural capability that when the switch is turned on, we recognize it and we are able to move forward with it. Others need guidance. That is what I hope this does for you is guide you through some of these thoughts that maybe you've been wrestling with and help you decide and determine what that next yes looks like for you and how to say no so you can achieve it. 
No is a complete sentence. It is an actual complete sentence. I love the saying, no, I can't even. It's awesome. No is no. It's a complete sentence. There is no additional requirement needed by you to explain anything to anyone. And that's it. Oh, the things that come our way that seem so good at the time, right? So just like I said, it could be something wonderful. It could be a volunteer opportunity. It could be to be part of a committee that you have been wanting to be part of for quite a while. And absolutely, if those opportunities come, when they come, you assess your yeses and you say, okay, is this something that can fit now? How do I do this? What could I move? What could I change? Because you can assess your yeses. They do change. You need to be flexible with, but you also need to make sure that you are guarding and putting your boundaries in place so that people just cannot take advantage of your time and your efforts and your energy. Don't get taken for the yes person. If you want to adjust your yeses, go right ahead and do so. As long as it fits your schedule and your time and the things that you know that are in your path and on your journey that God's got you pointed to, all right? Sometimes you need practice in saying no. There are very real memories for me when I would say yes to something that literally my heart would start racing. I would break out kind of like in a cold sweat. I would feel completely overwhelmed and I still couldn't say yes fast enough because I didn't want to upset people and I wanted to be a pleaser. I wanted to please people. I'm a middle child and a baby child at the same time. There's five years difference between my younger sister and myself. So I was the pleaser. I was the one that put everybody's needs together and made sure that the harmony of the group stayed intact, right? If somebody was upset, I wanted to know why. I wanted to try to help them fix the situation. I would be the person that would go to the other person. I would be their advocate and, and try to help fix that and repair that situation and that, and that relationship. That was what I did, and I was good at it. But as time went on, I did learn how to say no. The more and more I became crystal clear about my yeses, learned very quickly how to say no. During the last few years of my journey, I have had wonderful opportunities come my way. Radio interviews, TV interviews, an opportunity for a radio show. And during the course of evaluating if that fits into my yes, I learned that it might be a yes for the future, but at this point in time, I really felt like my focus was to be in the season of learning and growing that I am currently in. It doesn't mean no, but it's not yet. I know that there is something that God is preparing me for, and he's getting me ready for it in this season. And in order for me to be able to step into that great next thing, I felt like God really needed me to stay here where I am. I know that it's needed. So until I feel that shift that tells me, okay, the time is now, this is the next step that I need you to take, I'm not moving. I continue to stay focused, listen, and learn how to say no. I want you to know something else as well, that when you say no, you tend to weed out a lot of things in your life, okay? <laughs> and I think that maybe some of you know what I'm going to say, but I am going to say this anyway. When you learn to say no, you weed out fake opportunities, fake friends. People really start showing who they are when you start saying no. You weed out things in your life that you don't need. Stress, anxiety, heartache, but you gain so much more. You gain the peace and the power in your no. It may be uncomfortable for you and it will take practice, but keep going and claim your power when you learn to say no.
The next thing I would like to share with you is point two. No limits. What is possible with no limits? Better yet, who can you be if you release all limits that you or others have placed on you? Why do we allow limits to be placed on us? Is it fear, anxiety, shame, past experiences? You know, what is it that you have actually allowed to put a limit on your creativity, your next opportunity, your growth, your dream? What is it? I want you to write those things down because through this process, those things are what you are going to be working on to let go, all right? For me, a lot of it was fear of change. Change is like the wind. It comes and goes at its own will. Change is always something that's going to be there, and it's something that I have struggled with my entire life. I don't like change, period. However, through time and learning my yeses and learning my noes, I have been able to more fully embrace embrace the change because I know that sometimes change is required in order for me to fully experience my life and I certainly do not want to hinder myself from fully experiencing my life. Another thing I allowed to place limitations on me was expectations. This was a big one for me. Literally, it would paralyze me when I would commit to something and then all of a sudden the actual thought that people would have expectations of me because I said yes would completely overwhelm me and freeze me in fear. I really had to get to a place where I could learn just to take one step at a time to the commitment. So I've committed, what's the next step? How do I get to the end result knowing what it is? And I'm really good at planning and organizing. So I was able to utilize those skills in order to reach the end result. Obviously, they had faith in me or they would not have approached me in order to help them with this situation or this project that they have me working on. So I had to learn to take one step at a time. I was capable. All I had to do was to continue to be confident in what I was doing so I could move forward, put the expectation of what people had of me out of my mind and focus on the task at hand. That's really how I was able to overcome the fear of expectation and how it limited me in my journey. Lack of control. This is probably my arch nemesis. I will not lie. I am a complete type A personality. And if you don't know what that is, go look it up online. But basically it means that I need to have control of everything to feel like everything has its place and everything is in order. Very uptight, very anxious, and everything needs to be done my way. That doesn't work well with God's plans for you, right? I I don't control anything. God has the master plan. He is the one that is in control of everything. And I had to learn through many, many lessons that control in my life was really out of my reach. I did try. I went round and round and round on these lessons. And quite frankly, they were lessons that I really never care to learn again because it's difficult when you're being taught a lesson to admit that you're wrong. In order for me to continue to say yes to the journey, I have to understand that some things will be out of my control and it's okay. You know, sometimes I would spend so much time trying to control or worry or stress over things that I couldn't control that I really was held captive. At some point in time, that may be where you feel like you are. 
And if you feel like you are there now, please take this to heart. Let it go. He has the plan to prosper us and not harm us. It says that in the Bible. Whatever you are trying to control, ask yourself these questions. What role do you play in the decision? Do you have any input into the decision? Can you change anything about the decision? Write down your control issues and go through them one by one. And if you really can make a difference, then move forward if you think that that's part of your yes. But if you realize through the assessment that you can't change the outcome, let it go. Because it's holding you back from the potential of no limits on your life. And what I really want you to think about is who is waiting to greet you on the other side of no limits? What does God have waiting for you? The journey requires you to move. It requires you to let go of things you cannot control. And others are waiting on you to live in no limits. So this year, I challenge you, let go of the things you can't control and live your life in no limits. I have to say that I have been so excited about this last point, point number three, no longer. This is a combination of a few things that I have learned throughout my lifetime. It has to do with really taking an assessment of who you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and what things you have allowed yourself to tolerate. So this no longer is a grouping of statements I want to share with you that I have said no longer to in my life. And I really want you to take the time to sit down and think through these no longer statements. Write down what it is for you that you will no longer allow in your life, that you will no longer participate in. Whatever your no longers are, write them down, meditate on them, focus on them. I want you to know them like the back of your hand because no longer statements give you power. It sets the tone for how you will live each day, how you will adapt to different circumstances, and how you react to challenges on your journey. So at this time, if you will allow me, I would like to share with you my no longers. These lessons were by no means easy to learn. They were learned through hard choices, wrong choices, and sometimes the right choices. But on my journey, they were all required to get me to where I am today. No longer will I sit on the sidelines of my life and not be actively engaged to take the steps I need to accomplish my journey. No longer will I fear my next step because I know my path is in God's will. No longer will I stay where I am not loved or valued. No longer will I be left in silence, unable to speak my truth. No longer will I live in anyone else's chaos or negativity. I will love them from a distance and leave their life quietly if I must. No longer will I hide in shame for my past. I will embrace it because it is part of what has brought me to where I am today and it's part of who I am. And I needed my past to help guide me through my future. I will no longer not walk through doors that God has opened, even if they're scary, because I know it's on the journey he has planned for me. I will no longer give others permission or the power to bring their negativity into my life. No longer will I be held down by unhealthy relationships, stress, or sadness. I will release those in my life. I will no longer hold on to unforgiveness as it poisons my heart, which flows the issues of life. I will release it. 
granted, I will no longer be untrue to my authentic self for fear of losing friends, relationships, opportunities, or anything else that would veer me off the path of who I truly am. No longer will I let the judgment of others through their glances or their words stop me from seeking out my yes. No longer will I allow anyone to come into my life or my family's life who is going to disrupt our peace. No longer will I let my vulnerability be taken advantage of by those who seek to destroy God's plans for me. No longer will I not recognize the passion inside of me that I have to complete my journey. No longer will I ignore the driving force that has been awakened in me and is pushing me to follow my dreams. No longer, no longer, no longer, no longer. What has made it onto your list? Do some of these sound familiar? I certainly hope you're going to have time to walk through each one of the know your no's to help you more fully understand who you are. It's a pretty incredible and brave thing to go through the process of learning about yourself. I commend each one of you who are on this journey and I pray that you have the discernment and the ability to hone in on who you really are, what you've been called to do, and that you are willing to take the steps for the plan that has been laid before you. Being your yes is not easy. There are many things that will come against you in life. Change of circumstances, people, relationships, unexpected illness. There are so many things that you cannot control that are unpredictable that you will have to work through along the way. Be flexible because sometimes they change and it's okay. Sometimes we fail and it's okay. You get back up and you do it again better the next day. We all fail. Don't discount your effort. Don't let the lessons that you have learned in your lifetime go to waste. I hope that on your journey that the ideas that I have presented to you in the past two podcasts are something that you can really take a hold of to help guide you on your journey. I cannot imagine that in a year from now, if you take the challenge to be your yes and know your no, that you are going to look in the mirror and say, I haven't gained anything. I'm still stuck in the same place that I was 12 months ago. I just don't get who that person is looking at me back in the mirror. I believe if you take the journey and you open yourself up to the challenge and the change, to seeking your yes, to self-care your yes, to grow your yes, and when you learn to say no, you free yourself of no limits and you understand you're no longer, that you are going to truly be on the journey of a lifetime. And I can't wait for you to discover that and to discover how to be your yes and no your no's. I certainly hope that something I have said will be a small piece of what you carry forward with you on this journey. God bless you all. Much love. And I wish you the best on your journey. Remember, you need to be you because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.